This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Coming up on Vancouver Consumer, it's all about your teeth, how to keep them healthy, basically how to keep them, and how having a healthy mouth may mean you avoid some pretty serious illnesses. Also, if you're looking for a dental implant, my next guests are the people you want to talk to. We're going to talk to the folks at BC Perio, bcperio.ca. That's coming up, but first, some of the consumer news headlines from the past week. BC's fitness industry is holding its breath, waiting for the province to give an update on when restrictions on gyms will be eased or lifted. That new guidance is expected next week. According to the province, gyms are number two when it comes to workplaces reporting COVID clusters, but they're way behind number one, which is bars and restaurants. Currently, gyms and other facilities are operating at reduced capacity, and people are also required to wear a mask at all times while inside a gym or any other fitness facility. According to Blake McDonald with Orange Theory Fitness, the new mask rule has cost them about 25 to 30 percent of their members. Good news for people who like drinking outside, but hey, with COVID closing down so many places, seems like it might be a sensible idea. Vancouver has now allowed people to enjoy an alcoholic beverage at three more locations starting at the end of this month. They are the Temporary Plaza at Camby and West 17th Avenue, the Plaza on the 800 block of Robson Street in the West End, and a Temporary Plaza on East 27th Avenue at Fraser Street. Council says the biggest concern is washrooms that could be locked at night. More locations may be brought forward later this season if partners come forward. West Vancouver also uh, uncorked some uh, responsible consumption of alcohol in public at Millennium Park at the foot of 15th Street in Ambleside. That was after a unanimous vote by council Monday night. Earlier this year, Port Coquitlam agreed to make legal drinking at seven parks permanent and extend the privilege to three more for a pilot project. And Environment Canada has provided an early summer weather forecast for Metro Vancouver. And it looks good. Warmer temperatures overall. The official 2021 BC seasonal weather forecast for summer comes out on June 1st. However, some models give an early indication that we will see above average temperatures for June, July, and August, uh, which is good news for most, but there are some concerns about the lack of rain in the forecast, which is very bad news when it comes to wildfires. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, some great advice to keep your teeth healthy and how the health of your mouth has a huge impact on your overall health. That's coming up when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and it's time to talk about your oral health, your teeth, your smile, all of that stuff. And uh, our guest right now is Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. Hello, Dr. Ron. How are you? 
Uh, hi, Martin. I'm very well. Thank you. That's great. So uh, I was just uh, on your website uh, for people uh, who would like to visit your your place. They can go to uh, the West Broadway location, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. Johnson Street in Coquitlam is the second location. And uh, online, they're at bcperio.ca. And uh, before we talk, Dr. Ron, I always go to the website, see what's new. So I went to bcperio.ca, and it uh, led me to uh, your Facebook. Facebook page at BC Perio. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't realize you were on Facebook, but I guess BC Perio, uh, Facebook and BC Perio work very well together because it's about the face. It is about the face, the whole thing. <laughs> it, it sure is. I think, I think a lot of dentists, they, they get a little bit short-sighted sometime. And when a tooth problem comes in, they fix the tooth and they don't worry about anything else. By and large, when we replace teeth or, or address anything that can be seen, by somebody else, cosmetics is a fundamental principle that you have to keep in mind and make sure that the best outcome is achieved. Yeah, that's that's an interesting thing because I guess there is a danger of that. As as a dentist, I mean, you're so focused on people's teeth, uh, they start the people all start to seem the same. So I guess you have to really keep that in mind. I, I think so, but I think it's inherent. Really, uh, anybody comes out of a dental school is very much attuned to the fact that people are not going to readily accept a poor quality aesthetic result. So no matter what we do, aesthetics will always be playing a role. Yeah. And I mean, I'm kind of kidding about Facebook and stuff. Um, we're going to get into the, the implant technology and all that stuff. But, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not really kidding about the face and what we we're talking about, because quality of life is so important. And how how, how, how does dentistry affect quality of life the way you see it? Wow. Uh, <laughs> That's a big question. I, 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 do we have a few hours? Yeah, uh, go ahead. Really, the quality of life is really what we're talking about fundamentally. So when we see somebody, one of the things that's in the forefront of our thought process is how can we make this work for this patient in such a fashion that they're going to be really happy with the end result? Because people and patients really want is they want something that feels good, looks good, and lasts a long time. Those are the three fundamental principles that they're looking for. Now, we as dentists and health professionals will focus on the more detailed stuff about the uh, disease control and everything that goes to that point. But the patients are very, very specific about what they're looking for. And that is they want to feel good, they want to look good, and they want to last a long time. And it makes a, a big difference. I mean, I mean, the obvious thing is, is when you feel comfortable enough to smile and to, to not cover your mouth, I mean, it, that just takes you further in life. It does, socially, business-wise, everything. What's interesting is that people like to work with people that they like or find attractive and like to deal with it. I don't know how you would describe the reason or rationale for that, but I think that's a fundamental common principle is that people are more likely to get a job or be more socially acceptable if they look good. Mm-hmm. And if they're confident. Well, that partly, that goes to the whole big picture, really, because when somebody knows that they look good, their confidence is high and people 
are drawn to people who are confident as well. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're drawn to Dr. Ron Zokel, our guest uh, from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centre, as I mentioned, bcperio.ca. They have a couple of locations in Vancouver, Broadway, West Broadway, 777, and Johnson Street. And, uh, I mean, let's let's get right to it with BC Perio uh, because you are at the forefront of dental implant technology. And I was just reading about the number of people getting dental implants. Um, it's expected to grow by 50% between now and the end of 2025, according to uh, a new study. And they say that's because of new technology, the materials being used, and the techniques that make it quicker and comfortable and more comfortable. And that's why uh, BC Perio is uh, at the forefront of this. I mean, we're seeing implants taking less and less time all the time. A lot depends on the circumstances, the disease process, and whether or not the bone structure and the gum tissue is perfectly stable and healthy at the proper dimensions. So one of the greatest problems that we have is that we have to retreat a lot of cases where the other aspects of implant dentistry were not managed properly. And that's one of the issues that we get into. So one of the things about BC Perio is that we do take and receive a lot of cases, which we call revision cases, where we have to improve upon the end result achieved by somebody else. Right. So let's talk about the the basics of dental implant technology, because every dental implant is not the same, is it? Some are are much more uh, complicated. Others are a little more simple. Am I right? Well, I'm not too sure I would break it down in that fashion. Right. Certain things that we do know, most of the implants that we have today are going to be either titanium, titanium alloy, or zirconia. Uh, zirconia is newer on the market, hasn't been tested as long, has its own issues. But titanium is our go-to material because our, the body doesn't see titanium as a foreign material. And that's one of the reasons that we're having so much success with this implant. Mm-hmm. So, and and how the implant is, is uh, put into the body, I don't know if the word is anchored to the bone, but sometimes it's, uh, it, sometimes it, it d- grows directly into the bone, right? Well, uh, probably the other way around, uh, Martin, what we see is that when we put titanium implants in place, and we see that if the implant remains in one position and is what we call immobile, doesn't move during the healing process, the bone grows to the implant. And, and that's the key factor. It's one of the reasons that this is so successful is because of that biologic response of the body to the titanium. Mm-hmm. And, whenever- and by the way, by the way, I might point out that any implant made of titanium is probably going to work. Right. And it lasts a very long time. It's capable. It's a, it's a product. It's a principle of, of treatment that we have, which is probably the highest potential rate of success of any procedures we do in dentistry. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess longevity of, of the, the implant is a huge issue um, because, uh, you know, there is some expense, but at the same time, it's going to last longer than, say, a bridge or some other sort of solution. It can. And I like to say potentially because if an implant is put into an area where you've lost a tooth, there is often deterioration of bone structure and the quality of the gum tissue. Uh, 
Now, if you do not address those two items as well as the implant, then the potential for long-term stability will be reduced and the ability to take care of it. And if you don't clean it, maintain it, it can also reduce the longevity as well. So there are things that have to be considered in the treatment, but also the maintenance of the implant once it's been put in. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio, the BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They're at 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam, and bcperio.ca is the place to go. You can also give them a call, 604 872 And uh, whenever we talk, Dr. Zokel, I love, I love hearing about uh, the history of implants because I had no idea that they were putting in implants 2,000 years ago, uh, which they were, right? <laughs> they sure were. <laughs> I find that crazy. Give me an example of a 2,000-year-old implant. What, what were they doing? Well, about 2,000 years ago, if you go back to uh, the Mayans, for example, they were putting coral, pieces of coral, because of partly the shape. They would pound that into the extraction socket area and such. Now, the reason we know that they've been doing this and we know that they've been using it that way is that the information we have in, in the, uh, in, I suppose, the mummies, the, the various types of diggings that we've had, we've seen calculus formed on these and these implants made of coral and calculus doesn't form until it's food debris and bacteria have been around undisturbed for several days so we know for a fact that these were in use on alive patients they weren't put in for example as part of a burial ceremony Oh, I see. Interesting. Interesting. And I guess the it, it's not, it, the mummies are good because the people who are mummies tended to be sort of the rich people or the royal people. And those were probably the people who were able to get that kind of dental treatment. Well, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> Hard to imagine a, a poor family putting out for a, some type of dental implant back then. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, it's a little different from what BC Perio is doing today with 3D technology. Uh, tell us about 3D technology and how does that fit into the to the plan of, of your dental treatment at BC Perio? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. You know, one of the things that our Canadian Academy of Restorative Dentistry and Prosthodontics is doing this year is having a meeting related to the comparative aspects of digital dentistry and regular dentistry and which is better and how things are moving along. So part of that 3D concept you're talking about has its roots in radiology. In other words, uh, a DICOM files, which are happen when you do a CT scan and we can see the bone imagery of a person's mouth, jaw, what have you in three dimensions. The other is optical scanning. So we can take multiple uh, video camera shots, what have you, and then be able to merge those two technologies together so that we can see not only the bone structure, but also the skin and such. And we now we can shape the final teeth into an end result and show that to our patients before we even start to work. Wow. So that's incredible. So, so uh, I guess you've seen this technology really change uh, has it been sort of crazy the past, say, 20 years? Is it, is it like 20 years ago? How different is it? What well, I started doing this stuff 35 years ago. Uh, so I can, I can go back that far. I can tell you that it's massively different. 
uh, the, the radiology factor, the CT scans, the ability to do CT scans at a very low radiation exposure to give us information as to the three-dimensional characteristics of somebody's jaw allows us to put in implants much, much more accurately and predictably. Um, we don't have to guess at it, whereas before we would have to go in surgically, see what we had, and then deal with it in one form or another. Thankfully, that's gone. Uh, so it's made a major impact in implant dentistry and all other fa facets of dentistry, I might add. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's why people should go to BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. They are at the forefront of new dental implant technology. And we're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. He is uh, a dentist at BC Perio. They're at West Broadway, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. They're at Johnson Street in Coquitlam and online at bcperio.ca. You can see everything that they do. You can also give them a call at 604-872-0222. This is Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, we're going to find out uh, maybe if, if you are a candidate for dental implant uh, surgery. I, do you call it surgery? Would you, yes. Yeah, doc, dental implant surgery. Um, and, and who knows, maybe you can be in and out in a day because they have a thing called new teeth in a day, um, teeth in, in one day. It's an incredible thing that they're doing at BC Perio. And we'll have more of that when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel. He is a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center at uh, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver, uh, Johnson Street in Coquitlam as well. And uh, you can find him online at bcperio.ca. And uh, Dr. Zokel, the one thing uh, about your place uh, the one on Broadway especially, but the one in Coquitlam is, is, is the same. Uh, it's bright and it's cheery looking. And I don't know, um, I guess some people have a different interpretation of a visit to the dentist, but how important is it at BC Perio uh, to, to, to display kind of a bright and upbeat and friendly and non-threatening kind of environment? <laughs> I... I have to laugh a little bit because I don't think many people would, would consider going to a dentist to be bright and cheery. And yeah, and well, that's what I mean. You got the green chairs. It's, it seems like a friendly place, and you're a friendly guy. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And, but, and if you come into the Vancouver office, we have an elevated view of downtown Vancouver. It's a beautiful picture in the North Shore and the mountains. So it's actually a very, very lovely view from where we work in Vancouver. Yeah, no, I, I'm looking at it right now on the website, bcperio.ca, and it's really impressive. I mean, how often do you deal with people who are deathly afraid of the dentist? It more, I say more and more, it's becoming less and less, <laughs> let yeah. me put it that way. Uh, I think a lot of people have had a poor experience in the past, fewer and fewer these days. So we do see people who will come in with anxiety that they've had all their life, really tough to get rid of that stuff. Uh, so we know it comes from time to time, but I would say the great majority of people today do not have that fear that we talked about before. And I guess a lot of it has to do with the technology, too, because uh, it, it makes it more painless all the time. Would you, would you say that's true? I would think so. Uh, I think a lot of the stuff we do, even the surgeries that we do, most people don't even take their 
post-operative analgesics and what that is to reduce pain because they feel so very, very little pain even after the surgeries. And I think that's one of the surprising things that, that many of our patients realize. And there's always the exception, but the great majority of people who we treat find that they, they don't need the pain relievers they thought they would. Right. And one of the things about uh, implants, when I, I have the one implant in my mouth and I got it quite a few years ago now, like about 15 years ago. And uh, one of the things about it was the time that it took. It took a lot. I had the, a lot of visits over a period of months, but that's not always the case anymore, is it? No, it's not. And, and one of the things that that I'll tell the doctors, which I train to do this for, I said, there are going to be times when you're going to spend an awful lot of time putting an implant in because of the lock, lack, lack of bone structure, lack of soft tissue, and you've got to rebuild all those things as well as put the implant in. But in some cases, when you rebuild a jaw, just do a bone graft to rebuild the bone volume, you got the gum tissue just right. When you go to put the implant in, it might be a 15 minute process. That simple. Wow, that that's incredible, and that that comes down to the 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 I, I guess the brand that you have, which is teeth in one day. So describe the process of of new teeth in one day for somebody. Well, the teeth in one day refers to uh, most commonly what we refer to as all on four. All on four is a process where somebody's deterioration of their natural teeth has got to the point where they're not recoverable or it just isn't worth recovering because of the potential long-term problems that we still have. And in that process, we would remove the remaining teeth and all the disease associated with it. We would put four, five, six implants into a jaw structure and give them immediately a brand new set of teeth on those implants all in the same day. Yeah, that's incredible. That's, uh, that, that must be uh, life-changing for a lot of people. Well, well, it is, and a lot of people find it astounding that we can do that. Even a lot of dentists perhaps aren't as up-to-date in this field as they possible, but to us, it's pretty routine. Uh, we rarely see a situation which we can't manage just that way. Right. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel, a dentist at BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center on West Broadway in Vancouver with the beautiful view of Vancouver, as we were discussing. Also, Johnson Street in Coquitlam. It's not a spectacular view, but... You know, you're not there for the view. You're there to get uh, uh, your your mouth up and running the way it should be, and that could include uh, an implant. Uh, just go to bcperio.ca to see the kind of services they have. And um, what do you say to people? I, I know lots of people who are missing a tooth, and they've been missing this tooth for a very, very long time. Um what do you say to someone who, who maybe is missing a tooth and is thinking about getting an implant? Um, what do you say to them? Well, it depends on how long they've been missing that tooth is one factor. And you, you, you started with that discussion. And I would say this, if somebody's been missing a tooth for, let's say, 10 years and nothing has changed in the mouth, everything is the same and stable, they could probably go on for the next 20, 30 years the same way. But more often than not, when you lose a tooth, you create an imbalance in the mouth and teeth start to shift around and move around. That can be incredibly damaging long term. So we, we say to our patients who have just lost a tooth is that look, the high probability is, is that if you don't replace this tooth, 
then you're going to have a lot more problems down the road. And the cheapest way and most effective way to manage that is get a dental implant in and rebuild that because teeth are in a state of balance with other teeth, the soft tissue, the gum tissue, the whole works. And when you remove the balance by losing a tooth, if you don't recover that, then you're at serious risk of having some major problems 10, 20 years down the road. Right. And what about bridge work? I mean, years ago, it seemed like everyone was getting a bridge. Uh, but you hear about it less and less. Obviously, implant technology uh, seems kind of superior to that. But how often are people getting bridges? I would say for the doctors that are not as up to date in implant technology who don't perform that, they will often recommend a bridge to replace a missing tooth. Now, if we go back to the 1970s, the success rate for dental implants was about... 50% over about a five-year period. That's not very high, in which case the fixed bridge was a superior result. But since then, our success rates are closer to the 90% to 92 to 95% rate over 10 years. And now the bridge was not as an inferior service, and therefore the implant world has taken over from those services. So we will provide bridges in the right set of circumstances, but it's not common. Right. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centre on West Broadway in Vancouver and Johnson Street in Coquitlam, bcperio.ca. We've been talking about some of the high-tech uh, solutions to, to dentistry that they use at BC Perio. It's, it's at the forefront of this technology. We talked a little bit about 3D technology. And uh, also, uh, we haven't talked about lasers. Where do lasers fit into all this? How do lasers work? <laughs> well, that's a lovely subject, which will take another few hours. <laughs> Laser technology is a, it's a, it's a light, columnated light which will allow us to manipulate hard and soft tissues depending on the light wave frequency. And what happens, for example, is that when we use a laser, we can manipulate soft tissue. Uh, we can actually do preparations on tooth structure if we have to. Um, but it has a massive, massive improvement in what we can offer our patients with that technology. And we have about four or five different lasers at BC Perio, which allow us to do a massive variety of procedures. Uh, and that's one of the benefits of, of being and working with BC Perio is the technological advancements and all the equipment that's made available to us. Yeah. And BC Perio is a specialty clinic. Um, you know, it's the place to go to get a dental implant. Uh, but what other services uh, does BC Perio handle? Well, periodontal, prosthodontic, uh, services. We also, I think, which is really, really valuable and why we don't limit the people we see is that no matter what the disease process or the need from a dental perspective is, we will do a comprehensive assessment and understand what has to be done. If we don't provide those services, we will find the proper dentist to provide the services that we don't. And either way, so it's diagnostic and treatment planning is one of the main things that we do. And then, of course, if it's surgical or if it's prosthetic, then we'll also apply those those uh, services as well. So if somebody shows up to BC Perio, they went to the website, bcperio.ca, made an appointment for either Broadway in Vancouver or Johnson Street in Coquitlam, uh, and they're brand new to BC Perio, what's the very first thing you do? Well, the very first thing we do is sit down and have a chat uh, and find out. We'll take a CT scan, a complimentary CT scan, 
So we see that three-dimensional bone imaging of the jaws, upper and lower jaws, and we'll assess that. We'll do a clinical exam, and then we'll have a discussion. And our, our discussion is around our patient's priorities, what their concerns are, and we'll marry that with the information that we took and give them a recommendation of how to proceed from there. Mm -hmm. And do you, do you find as a dentist that nowadays people's, uh, the, their dental care, their home care, their, the way they brush, the way they floss, is it a lot better than it was when you started 35 years ago? Oh, I think for sure. Uh, the dental IQ, we call it, and that is the understanding and knowledge of how to take care of your teeth and why you take care of your teeth is significantly improved uh, from the time that I started doing dentistry. Uh, we still have the transgressors, as, as we would expect, but nonetheless, we're there to identify for those people who have, let's say, problems with keeping their teeth clean and such, how to do that, provide them with the services to clean them, and, and uh, the tooling with which they can take home and improve their oral care on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and in the little time we have uh, remaining, uh, any advice for people to... Uh, to take care of their teeth, things that, that they need to do that they might not be doing? Well, one of the things that, that our research has shown us is that somebody who goes to their dentist on a regular basis every four to six months, gets a teeth cleaning, takes care of themselves, they will stand, spend massively less money on their dental health over a course of a lifetime as if they try, rather than if they avoided going to the dentist on a regular basis. Yeah, that's right. And then and that sort of uh, speaks to what dental implants can do um, because, you know, you pay now, but they can last a lot longer than other, uh, other different uh, dental uh, solutions. They can. And as I pointed out with the hygiene, if you have a dental implant placed then the bone structure is good and the gum tissue is good and you take care of it, it should last you a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Well, Dr. Ron Zokel, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, you're at uh, West Broadway in Vancouver, also Johnson Street in Coquitlam is their other location. bcperio.ca uh, is the website to go to. That, And you can see a picture of Dr. Zokel along with all the other doctors and uh, his big smiling face. 604 uh, <laughs> uh, is the number. Well, have a great rest of the long weekend, uh, Dr. Zokel, and uh, go out and enjoy it. Thank you, Martin. Nice to be with you. Yeah, it's always great to talk to Dr. Ron Zokel, BC Perio. And one last time with the website, bcperio.ca. Stick around. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW, and we're going to ask Andrew right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. As we ask Andrew, Andrew Ferreira is our executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. And Andrew, last week we were talking about the Richmond Night Market and uh, it was really up in the air, whether it was a go. And they've just taken one step further to being open this summer. Yeah. So uh, Richmond City Council um, earlier this week uh, said, OK, uh, from a municipal level, we'll give you the green light to open this year. Um, and as part of the, the municipal approval was also a, a three year permit. Uh, so they've also, in theory, also approved 2022's market and 2023's market. Uh, one interesting thing of note um, about this year's potential night market, and again, this is pending provincial approval, uh, because of the nature of the event and the public health crisis that we're in, this will require uh, a provincial level of approval in order to proceed. So, you know, pump the brakes. I'm excited. 
the city is given it's okay, but the province hasn't yet. So let's pump the brakes here. But uh, one thing that's really interesting is that uh, Richmond City Councilor uh, Chuck Ao said that uh, they they've issued the the temporary operating permit, and usually the night market generally runs till about Halloween, October ish. Uh, usually at that point at night it gets kind of cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this year's um, this permit actually is until December the thirty first. So what may happen um, is, and I remember last week we talked about how they're hoping for a start, um, you know, early July or perhaps early August. So we, you know, pending provincial approval, uh, the Richmond Night Market could be a fall mostly affair. Um, And so that comes with its own logistics about keeping people warm. And that might also change um, what we see at the market. Yeah. Yeah. because usually, you know, with the night market, it's a hot summer's night usually. Uh, you usually see a lot of refreshing food, lots of, like, fried food, that kind of thing. Yeah, those uh, weird apple things. The, that... the, the, the tornado potatoes. Yeah, the pota- Yeah, the deep... Yeah, I like those. The to- those, are, those are delicious. Um, but with a potential night market extending out, you know, into, you know, past Halloween, into the, all, into the Christmas season, potentially... It makes me wonder what kind of potential changes we'd see to um, the lineup of events and food um, and also amenities, because you'd think that, you know, usually when you get into the night market, there's a line to get in um, with COVID social distancing. That line's going to be spread out. Um, so will there be heating infrastructure? Will this just be kind of an abbreviated night market? And they've just for the sake of ease extended the permit to the end of the year. I don't know. We don't know. Um Nobody really knows right now. Again, this is still, you know, kind of still in the air. It's one step forward, um, but there's still a couple steps to go. And like I said, this has to be okayed by provincial health authorities, given the nature of uh, of the pandemic so far. And part of, you know, and I'm going to take this moment to soapbox here. If you want to end up, if you want this this night market to happen, go get vaccinated. You know, if you're over the age of 12 now, which means, you know, probably most people listening to this. If you're over the age of 12, go get vaccinated. The wow. sooner that we all get vaccinated, uh, the sooner that events like the Richmond Night Market can come back. And the sooner we can watch the Canucks flail helplessly on the ice. <laughs> and the sooner we can watch them lose in person. It's, there's nothing quite like it. Uh, and we, the sooner we can, you know, go to the bar and have drinks with friends or go to the arena and watch a concert, right? We're all eligible. Let's go and do it. Wow, that's that's genius there, what you've just done. You've tied the tornado potato, the deep-fried potato thing, uh, to vaccinations. So maybe that's the thing that's going to just push this over the edge. Maybe they should just give a, a free tornado potato to everyone who comes in with a vaccine card. I like your thinking. Andrew Ferreira. Andrew Ferreira is the... Executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. Uh, I'm Martin Strong. Uh, I'm not sure what I am, but that is it for us. And uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your long weekend. Uh, Get out there and enjoy it. We'll be back every Saturday, 2 to 4, as we always are. And uh, have yourself a great long weekend. The news is next. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.